I'm Claire. And I'm Liz. And this is The Balancing Act, a podcast where we talk about law, life, and everything in between. All right. Welcome back, Balancing Act listeners. This is now episode 41, and we're continuing where we talked about last time with the Do I Need a Lawyer uh, series. And this time we're going to be talking about, do I need a lawyer with estate planning? So, Claire, first of all, what is estate planning? What's involved in that area of law? So, estate planning can mean um, a couple of different things, depending on what people need. But it's generally planning for what happens if you become incapacitated or incompetent or when you die. And a good plan will kind of cover all of those things. But people usually come to an estate planning attorney like when they've just had kids and they're like, oh, what happens if I die? What's going to happen with the kids? Or maybe someone that they know recently died and they're like, ah, I want to not have happened to me what happened to them. Or that was really smooth. I want to make sure that happens to me. But it can it can be um, a whole bunch of different documents depending on what people need. Um, sometimes it's a power of attorney and a healthcare directive, or a will and a trust, or sometimes we're transferring real estate. So it can it can be just like one or two documents, or it can be like six or seven documents, kind of depending on um, where people are in life. Okay. And is this something where people contact you and say that they're thinking about doing a will themselves or what kind of happens? So usually it's not necessarily that people are contacting me to see if they need one. They're contacting me because they think they need one. And sometimes... Like that they need a lawyer or that they need a will? That they need a will. Got it. And... So sometimes when we have that conversation, they'll say, oh, well, I'm, I'm just thinking I need mine updated because I drafted it a few years ago with like LegalZoom or um, uh. some other do-it-yourself software. Or, you know, we'll end the conversation and they'll say, oh, well, maybe I'll just look into LegalZoom too. Your rates seem kind of high. And so that's kind of the, can I do it? myself conversation that I as an attorney have, although I've certainly overheard conversations between non-attorneys about this where it is more focused on like doing it through legal Zoom or or some other, you know, you're buying some software to do it yourself rather mm-hmm. than hiring an attorney. So then the ways that people are usually trying to do it themselves is like some sort of software program or legal Zoom. Yeah, although I have seen once or twice people doing it like on a Word document themselves. Oh. I have seen a couple of those wills too. Okay. Do people like share their self-drafted wills with you then for you to update or? Or they've died and, you know, the family is like, here's their will. Um, And each state has different requirements as to what is a valid will. And so in Minnesota, um, you need to be over the age of 18. You need to have your signature be notarized. It needs to be dated. 
And best practices are to also have an affidavit where you have two witnesses witnessing um, your signature. Mm -hmm. The general requirements aren't huge to have a valid will, but it's everything that's within the will that kind of makes the difference. So in the instances that I've seen where either somebody, you know, once there's just updated or they've uh-huh. died and I'm seeing that, mm-hmm. I have yet to find one that people have done themselves or gone through a service that is spot on and something Got it. that I or another attorney would have drafted. And it's not all necessarily that they're just not a will, although sometimes they are. Sometimes um, something uh-huh. important is is missing, like a signature or something being notarized or something like that. But more often than not, it's the contents that something is unclear or not put in or are following the laws of, I don't know, the state of Nebraska or some other state <laughs> rather than the kind of guidelines of of Minnesota that just makes it more complicated. So is there anything within the realm of estate planning that someone could do on their own if they, you know, didn't want to hire a lawyer? So I would say things that I see often are people doing healthcare directives on their own. And that's usually because they've done it through like their clinic or hospital or provider. And um, for a healthcare directive, you need to, you know, have your, have your information, appoint your people, and then your signature either needs to be notarized or witnessed by two people. And in some circumstances, clinics will make sure that that happens. You know, Mm -hmm. they'll have a notary on staff and they'll bring that notary over and then that's, that's fine. You know, they followed the, you know, Alina or health partners or whatever major clinic it is, and they'll have it be executed fine. And sometimes that last step is missing. And so oh. you have, you have all your ideas down, you just don't have mm-hmm. it finalized. And so, you know, then the question is, are, are the doctors or healthcare providers going to follow your wishes or not? It kind of depends. <laughs> In the situation, yeah, whether they do or not. But I would say a, a healthcare directive is certainly something, as long as your clinic is walking you through that, you know, could be definitely something that you're doing on your own. Um, and that, okay. could, that could be a just fine process. What do you say when someone contacts you and they want to, you know, write their own will or update their will themselves? So... Usually I say, why? And it's almost always because of finances, <laughs> right? Um, uh-huh. You know, people think that it's it's going to be a whole lot cheaper. And the thing is, is depending on what you need in an estate plan, it might not be cheaper at all <laughs> to do it online yeah. versus to have it be an For attorney. Sure. Because, you know, you're still paying LegalZoom or Rocket Lawyer or whatever whatever program you're going through, you're still paying them, you know, a couple hundred or maybe even a thousand dollars to get, to get your stuff drafted. So it's not like it's free. Um, Mm -hmm. Although there are free programs like wills for heroes does free estate plans for first responders, but that's all run by attorneys. 
Yeah. And everything ends up being drafted by attorneys. So that's different. But if you're buying it, you know, you're, you're already putting down, you know, a chunk of change. And an attorney certainly might be more expensive, depending on what you need. Mm-hmm. But that's because the attorney has, you know, looked through your information and talked with you and said, well, this is what you need and this is why I think you need it. And then that's kind of up to you to decide whether you see value in that. But ultimately, something that an attorney can do that the software can't is kind of explain, you know, what these different roles are. You know, what is a personal representative or what is an attorney, in fact? What makes a good personal representative or attorney, in fact, or guardian? And kind of kind of help you walk you through the process. The other thing, you know, certainly is most estate planning attorneys also do probate. So after somebody has died, administering the estate. And so when you're working on both ends, you know what works and what doesn't, mm-hmm. you know. And so you're, you're making sure that you're drafting documents that will work out for, for your clients when they need to use them. What consequences are there if someone, you know, does their estate plan themselves? Well, kind of the best case scenario would be that no one's fighting or contesting it at all, but the court just finds that the documents aren't valid and you act as though you didn't have a will then. And then you just follow Hmm. Minnesota's intestate laws, kind of like Prince, but hopefully your estate is a lot less complicated than Prince and you don't have (laughs) heirs coming out of the woodwork to say, Oh, Prince was actually my father uh, type of thing. But you know, the state of Minnesota does have does have laws for people that don't have estate plans. They're called the intestate laws, and we just follow them um, when people don't have an estate plan. Um, so that would be kind of the best case scenario. The worst case scenario would be if you didn't have something or you didn't have the right thing, and then family or friends were were fighting about it because that that gets expensive really fast. So that would just mean less, less money that would go to the people you wanted, you wanted to give something to. So the bottom line, do you need a lawyer or don't you? I would say the bottom line is yes, you do need an attorney to, to draft your estate plan to make sure that it's, it's valid where you live and that all your wishes actually are what you think you're putting down rather than what you're just assuming that they are. 